Hello, my dear church boys, and welcome back to yet another episode of St. Robert's Day Game Podcast. Well, this time we're going to talk about winter day game trips. It is getting colder in the northern hemisphere, and a lot of us are thinking, where should I go this year? But maybe you're just thinking where to go on your first day game trip to a warmer place. Maybe you're thinking about uh, Latin America, maybe about Asia. Uh, either way, you're going to learn something uh, in this podcast episode. I've been coaching day game for more than four years now. I have been nomadic for around four years now. Uh, I've day gamed in five languages. So, you know, I've, I've seen stuff. I'm not the type of guy who goes to all the small cities in all the colder places in Latin America. I haven't done that. That's not really my thing. But I've been places, I've seen things, and again, it is getting colder in Europe where I am right now. So I was thinking, where should I go this, uh, this time? So let's talk about it. First, we're going to talk about the most popular place where Americans like to go on their longer day game trips when the winter starts and why you shouldn't go there, why that place is, in my eyes, a terrible idea. Then we're going to talk about some beginner places where you could go if this is your first time going to a warmer place for day game and a few places where you can, you know, once you've try, once you've dipped, out, dipped your toe in the water, once you've gotten a feel of, of these places, a few places were that you can upgrade to for your next day game trips and I'm also going to talk about the three places I was considering for myself this season and the one that I chose to go to. And by the way, there is absolutely no added value in, in the video form of this thingy. I just know that some people like to look at my face for whatever reason. So that's why I'm doing this in front of camera. But I have my laptop. I have a bunch of notes. I'm just going to go over them. So you can listen to this in the background or just check this out on Spotify or Apple Podcasts in the audio version. Before we get into the topic, let's talk about the coaching spots real quick. I am going to be in New York City early October for I think like four days something like that is just on my way to Argentina so if you're there or if you're going there uh, I do have some time there so whether you want one day three day oh I can do five days there but you know one or th one or three days of coaching I can easily do that in New York City uh, I'm gonna be in Buenos Aires uh, that's close to a place that I'm going to, but not really. Uh, I'll be in Buenos Aires and I have a coaching spot in a boot camp where I'm coaching another guy. So it's uh, two students at the same time, which makes this much, much cheaper. Uh, it's two on one boot camp, four days from 13th, October 13th to 17th, with one day in the middle off. Uh, so if you want to join that, then well, you're welcome to join there. And well, uh, sorry, spoiler alert. Uh, I'm going to Cordoba, Argentina after that. And that's actually the place I decided to go to this, this uh, season for a month. Uh, I'll be in, Argent in Cordoba, Argentina for a month. So if you want to join me for coaching there, that's one place where you can get five days of coaching and spread them out over a month. You know, do like one day here, one day there. So you're going out a lot on your own, implementing everything you've learned. Uh, but that's a place for, I'd say, a bit more experienced guys. If you've never been to Latin America, that's not a place where you should go. That's, it's, uh, well, you're, you're going to see why, but there are a bunch of reasons why you shouldn't go to Cordoba, Argentina, if that's your first destination in Latin America. Well, if you want to learn day game with me in any of those locations, just uh, click the link in the description. You'll find all the information about how coaching usually works. I've filmed like a 15 minute long video where I explain fucking everything. Okay, uh, that's it about this. Uh, let's let's get a start talking about the topic. And first, 
let's go uh, over a list of things you should be thinking when choosing uh, your day game trip destination, especially if you're new to this or maybe you haven't thought about this. Maybe you just go to the most popular destinations and that's it. Um, and I have written down one, two, three, four, five, six uh, points. Number one, of course, of course, is the type of girls. There are guys who like white girls. There are guys who like uh, Asian girls. There are guys who like Latinas. And Latina is a very broad spectrum. It's a, ter it's a term that can sig uh, signif signify, signify probably uh, a lot of things. So you, you might like Mexican chicks. You might like Colombian chicks. In Colombia, there is a very big difference between girls in Medellin and girls in Bogota and other places. Completely different curves. And when it comes uh, to when you go further south, when you go to Argentina, that's a place where you have a lot of both. You have, you have white chicks and you have Latinas and you have a mix of both of those things. Very, very beautiful girls there. So definitely the first thing to consider is what type of girls do you like the most? And if you're day gaming in a busy city with a lot of... with, with in a diverse place, maybe in New York City or some places in Canada or maybe London, then well, you met girls from all over the world, you kind of know what you like, uh, so that's kind of sorted. The next thing I think you should really, really think about, and we're gonna get more in depth about this later, that is language barrier. Or maybe let's chat about this a little bit now. Why language barrier? Because if you are going to a place where girls just speak really shitty English, like almost no one speaks English. Let's say uh, I've spent three months in Kharkiv, Ukraine a few years back before the war. Uh, incredible place, but 50% but of the girls understood zero English, like not a single word. Uh, and maybe 10 to 20% were able to have like a conversation. 20, that's when the university started, then university chicks came back to the, back to the city. Before that, during the summer, it was maybe 10%. So going on a solo trip to a place like that, if you don't speak the local language, is, is going to be a disaster because a majority of them like, just will not understand you. And if you are fairly advanced day gamer, you can go to these places where half of them don't understand a single word, maybe 10 to 20% speak decent English. And then there's like a 30 to 40% who speak very, very basic English. If you are a decent day gamer, maybe around 20 day game lays, you will know how to deal with that. You, you just have to speak in very, very simple English. But another thing to think about is if you go to these very, very touristic locations um, that are known for day game trips, then a lot of dudes are going there. Most of those dudes don't speak the language, especially if you're speaking about Latin America. Most of them don't speak Spanish. So there are a lot of guys hitting, or rather the girls that, are, that, speak, uh, only English, that, that speak English, they talk to a bunch of foreigners who went there to hit on them. But there are a lot of girls who don't speak English and they don't get hit on as much because those guys don't speak Spanish or whatever language. And or I, I don't think you should learn the language of almost any other country where you're going because in, in most places enough people speak English. It's, it's not going to be a problem. Okay, Portuguese in, in Brazil is a different topic, but... You shouldn't learn Polish if you're going to Poland because people speak English in Poland at like a pretty decent level. It's not that bad. Uh, anyway, so these girls who don't speak English, they, they don't hit on as much because guys who go there don't speak Spanish. So if you do, then many doors, uh, many doors are opening or legs or, you know. <laughs> uh, okay. 
Uh, that's the next thing, consider the language barrier. The more touristic the place, the more people will speak English. For example, I've spent uh, two Europe winters in Argentina, so or Argentine, sum Argentine summers, and I couldn't believe the difference in level of English between the first time I went there and the second time I went there. It was way, way, way higher. The first time I went there, I said, don't go there for day game. If it's a solo trip, just don't do it. Even coaching, I thought it would be pretty hard. The second time I went there, pretty decent level of English. Way, I mean, obviously still most people didn't speak English, but the percentage that did, it was, it was, I was very, very surprised. But uh, yes, okay, uh, next thing you should think about is obviously easiness of game, especially if you're a beginner, you might wanna go to the easiest place. You might not wanna go to the places with the hottest girls, because uh, all the places that I've been to with the hottest girls, uh, well, You'll need to know the language in, in a bunch of those places or, or do some weird Google Translate stuff, which I honestly, I don't do. I don't day game with Google Translate. If she doesn't speak at all any language that I speak, I just, I'll just eject. I do the same with my students. I don't think it's worth, in most cases, uh, wasting your time doing Google Translate if she speaks zero English. But okay, uh, so yeah, easiness. Uh, you definitely wanna, wanna think about that if you are starting out. And if you've been to the easier places and you, you have some day game experience, maybe you have like 20 day game lays or maybe less, uh, but around, uh, you, you might want to go to places that, that are going to be a challenge, you know, that, that are going to be a bit more interesting because I do see a very clear color correlation of hotness and, and, and uh, reverse correlation between hotness and easiness. The, the, the hotter the girls in that place, the harder it becomes, I would say, maybe with an exception of Colombia. Thing number four you have to think about, um, definitely safety. There are some places where a lot of guys like to go. I don't go there, uh, mainly for safety reasons. Uh, and we're gonna look at those countries because uh, there, there are a few places that are incredibly popular with guys, but, but I would not go there because of uh, safety concerns. And uh, uh, thing number five, people don't think about this. People don't really, I, I, I haven't talked to a lot of day gamers who, have, who even take this into consideration. This is if you are going to, let's say Latin America from Europe, or if you're going to Asia from anywhere except other places in Asia, you have to take into account your jet, jet lag. If you are someone who gets jet lag, let's say you time, you change, let's say seven time zones. You, like if you're from, I'm, I'm in uh, Northern Eastern uh, Europe right now. So for me, uh, Colombia would be around seven hour time, time, different, time zone difference. Uh, Buenos Aires would be would be five. Uh, if I'm like if you're from Germany, that's gonna be four. If you're from London, that's three. So that doesn't really count. Three hours is nothing. But if you're changing maybe five to seven hour time zones, then you're probably gonna be pretty jet lagged for a week. And if your trip trip is shorter than uh, three weeks, I would, I would draw the line at three weeks. I would not do that. I would, I, again, there are guys who don't get jet lagged and maybe you're super young or, or whatever. But if you do get jet lagged, I think you have to take into, this into account because you're basically wasting that first week. You're not really enjoying the city as much. Uh, you're just being a little bit tired all the time. You're not gonna get as much out of it. So I definitely take into account jet lag. Maybe this even should be higher on the list of priorities if you are going on shorter day game trips because not everyone can go away for months at a time. 
And lastly, uh, sixth, uh, of course, you have to take into account cost, but uh, most of these places are way cheaper than, 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 than the bigger places in, in North America and in Europe. So I will assume you're from the US or Canada or Europe and can easily afford to spend a minimum of two and a half K a month. Uh, I think all of these places are doable for less, but you're gonna have less fun. But if you travel on a budget, that's totally fine. But I think the minimum for, for a lot of these places is gonna, is gonna be two and a half. That's if you get like a simple Airbnb, because you're gonna get, be getting an Airbnb. An Airbnb in any of these places, a decent, a decent place is gonna be at least, I would say, 50 euro a night. So if you're staying for a month, that's one and a half. Uh, you're gonna, you're, you can find places that for a little bit cheaper, like let's say 1k a month, but still you're gonna go out on dates, you're gonna spend some, some on food and bars, etc, etc. Uh, yeah, so these are the six things I like to think about before I go on a day game trip, how I pick my places. And now with all of this intro uh, out of the way, let's finally start talking about the places where you should or shouldn't go. And let's start with a place where I think guys shouldn't go, it's, it's funny that everyone's going there. Uh, that place has a lot of code girls and it's known in all in all world it's known as a place full with hot girls but it's also full with guys from North America and Europe going there because of the hot girls so what's happened what happens when a bunch of guys are going to the same destination because it's known for hot girls they've been going there for years even I'd say for decades nomads have been going there since the whole thing of nomadic lifestyle began you know since the beginning of Airbnb has been full of nomads so what's gonna happen especially if it's a poor place and this is especially true in Latin America I think it's less true in Asia Asia in that, that, that those terms are, are can, is kind of better um, so what's gonna happen girls will adopt uh, and you will have uh, gold diggers you will have prostitution and with prostitution you're sometimes gonna find it out only after you pull the girl home, you're already undressing her and she doesn't let you undress her and then just drops the price tag. This is more, gonna, if you're also doing a line, that's gonna happen, that's definitely gonna happen to you. Uh, much less in day game, but it does happen in day game as well. And of course, you have to understand that it becomes much less safe. Uh, there are girls understand that there are rich gringos going there and well, they're much more likely to rob you if you're going there all the time, if guys are going there all the time, they just have to adopt. And then you have to look at the ethics in that part of the world. And I think ethics in Latin America are a bit of a problem. People are way more into the idea of just robbing someone, taking something from someone, poisoning them. And then, you know, all of those, there's full of those stories. I personally know a guy who, who pulled uh, a two set from street home and then woke up in the morning with a terrible headache and his laptop was gone his phone was gone money was gone and uh, so and also in these places because these places and especially this place it's known for 
they know that foreigners are going there for the hot girls. It's been happening for years. So being a foreigner there very often doesn't add much value anymore. A lot of guys think I'm going to go to this third world country and it's going to be incredible. I'm going to be this shiny thing. They're all going to want me. Well, no, that doesn't really add value. That makes you a sex tourist. That's all you are at that moment if that's the only reason you're going there. Uh, so yes, it doesn't add value to you. Being a foreigner, it makes you a sex tourist. It makes you a mark. And the city that I'm talking about is Medellin, Colombia. I don't understand why guys are going there. Uh, if you look in the Facebook groups uh, of, of the expats living there, if you look at how many cases of people being robbed or killed or drugged out there are, it's just... It doesn't make sense for me to go there. Of course, there are so many stories of guys going there and having a good time, but there are also a lot of stories of shitty things happening. So just go into those expat Facebook groups and just lurk, just read what's happening, see what's happening. I do that for every place I'm going to, to get a good understanding of the city, which areas should I stay in, which areas should I stay out of, you know, safety, a lot of things you have to know about the city if you're going to maybe uh, Colombia or other places in Latin America, you just have to have some local knowledge and you're going to learn all of that in, in those uh, Facebook, groups, Facebook groups. So Medellin is definitely one of those places that, that's been full of sex tourists and also day gamers for, for many, many years. Uh, girls have adopted to that, there are problems because of that. And also, it's known for a lot of foreign tourists, uh, a lot of foreign guys going there, but it's not a place where foreign girls go to parties. So you're not going to meet many tourist chicks. Some, yes, but not too many. And um, also, uh, Rio. Uh, no, thank you, safety-wise. Uh, because uh, when you really talk with people who are from Brazil, who live in Brazil, I've met a bunch of them in, in Argentina and probably some in Mexico, a little bit mostly in Argentina because they, they go to Argentina a lot. Um, yeah, they explain that it's it's much more dangerous than, than even Buenos Aires and Buenos Aires isn't the safest place in the world. But um, if you want to live in a good area in Rio, it, it does get quite pricey in terms of Airbnb. Not, not, nothing crazy, but... You're not going to find anything for like 50 euro a night or 50 bucks a night. Like it's just not going to happen in like what was the neighborhood called Leblon or there like a few of those good ones. Uh, it is full of uh, foreigners, same as Medellin. Um, if I was going to go to Brazil, uh, Rio, I think I would... I would learn enough Portuguese to be able to day game in Portuguese. Because again, it's it's a known place for day gamers to go to. It's it's and even more, it's known for guys who are going there doing their online stuff and all that stuff. Again, nothing wrong with all these places. There's a bunch of cool shit to do in Medellin and in Rio. Like those are cool places. I understand, and you might want to go there and explore them. But just understand that it, it just comes with, you know. A bit of baggage, there are a few reasons not to go there and there are in my eyes just better options for places to go to, at least for me and that's why I choose to go to just other places. There, there are so many other options. Why would I go to places with so many negatives added, uh, well with so many negatives? Um, Okay, well, let's say you wanted to go to Medellin or you wanted to go to Rio and now you're thinking, well, 
Oh, by the way, if you've traveled around Latin America, if you've been to places, if you, if you have learned how things work there, nothing wrong with either of those places. You just have to, if, if, if this is your first trip Latin America, I mean, I just really think it's a dumb destination. You're a gringo who doesn't understand how things work, like some safety rules, etc. Just it, it, because of that, if you've been places, I think it's completely fine. You can just go there. But let's say um, you, have, you don't have a lot of experience traveling around Latin America. And the idea of, of having a, a gun pushed into your face to rob you doesn't really appeal to you if you're not ready for that. By the way, if you're going regularly to Latin America, I think sooner or later that's going to happen. So, <laughs> uh, But if you don't want, it, want that to happen and, and you're thinking, well, shit, I don't have as much experience, but I still want to go on a day game trip to a warmer place. I want to... I want to go to a place that has hot girls, then well, let's talk about the next place. Uh, and this is a place I have talked about before a bunch of times, so we're not gonna stay on it too long. But this place has hot girls. It's known for having hot girls. I was the first time I, the first place I went to in Latin America for, for my first winter in Latin America. Um, and it's full of very hot Argentines because Argentines go abroad to work because Argentina isn't that, that good for making money. Uh, so they all, well, a lot of them go to Playa del Carmen in Mexico, extremely popular spot for Americans to go to party and enjoy beaches. So how is Playa del Carmen different from places like Medellin and Rio? Of course, it's super small beach town. It's, it's a completely different vibe, but of course you have all these hot Argentines who go there to work. The thing is, uh, Playa del Carmen is also full of guys going there to party from USA, Canada, Europe, but it's also full of girls from those countries who are going there to live and party. So it's not just foreign guys there having fun, it's also foreign girls who are going there to have fun. So you're not just day gaming locals because Let's be realistic in Playa del Carmen, locals are not who you're after. They're nowhere near the hottest girls. They're not that hot compared to everyone else you have there. But you have girls from all over Latin America. You have a bunch of Colombians there. You have a bunch of uh, Argentines there. You have even some girls from Chile. And then you have chicks from, um, from USA who are on their first time, first time, no, their first nom nomadic experience. And they go to Playa del Carmen because I think that's, one of the you know, places where people who are starting their nomad lifestyle, if they want the, the beach thing and they, 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 they want to go to Tulum, but Tulum has gotten crazy expensive and a little bit stupid. So, so they go to Playa del Carmen, which has a lot of the things that Tulum offers, but in, in, it's, it's actually a city. It's 250,000 people, if I'm not wrong. Of course, the city center where you're going to be spending your time is super small, but that's a whole different conversation. So. Um, yes, it's it's full with chicks from everywhere. Uh, it's uh, you know relatively cheap-ish. Well, I mean, it's compared to US. Um, other places that we're gonna start talking about soon are gonna be way cheaper, because you have to understand the more touristic the place is, the more expensive it's gonna be. In Medellin, if you wanna stay in the best neighborhoods, you're gonna pay for that. In Rio, you're gonna pay for staying in the best neighborhoods. The same with Playa del Carmen, you're gonna be probably paying 70 euro a night uh, in, in like a decent place with a rooftop pool and, and, and things like that. So uh, it's relatively safe if you are staying in the right areas, if you are not doing drugs, if you are not doing dumb shit at night, like just, just 
Don't be an like no one cares that you are 6'3 football player. You will get fucking stabbed if you do dumb shit in any place in Latin America. Size doesn't matter, you know. But it's relatively safe. Playa del Carmen is relatively safe. Um, it's it's also good if you don't speak Spanish. There are more than enough English-speaking people, tourists from all over the world. It's so touristic, it's crazy. The Fifth Avenue is just full of people. Um, uh, of course, you, you're gonna need the good day game stop. You're gonna have you, you will need to have a very strong stop if, if you want the girls to stop because that's that's that street is full with people trying to sell you shit and people trying to scam you and whatnot. So in those streets you need a good stuff, but I've coached a bunch of guys in Playa, uh, in Playa del Carmen uh, and uh, I think absolutely all of them got laid there. So I would say if you go to Playa del Carmen and you can't get laid there, then your game is absolute shit and you definitely need help, help with that because I would say that's the easiest place in the world I've ever been to definitely Playa del Carmen. Doesn't mean that it's gonna be easy if, if you're not experienced in different locations. If you're a complete nice guy, it's still gonna be hard. So anyways, back to the topic. Uh, good if you don't speak Spanish. Of course, it's 10 times better if you do speak, do speak Spanish because it's full of Argentines and those Argentines very often don't speak English. That's actually how I ended up in Argentina. I was in Playa del Carmen, Mexico, and I realized that around half of the girls that I opened there, the hottest girls, were from Argentina and then I said well fuck it next year I'm going to Argentina and that's what I did that's how I ended up in Buenos Aires and uh, I'm going back to Argentina for a third time in a year it's an incredible place not just for day game but in general uh, okay let's move on to other places let's say you want to go to Colombia but you you've heard that Medellin isn't the safest place in the world. Bogota also not too safe, absolutely not too safe. Even in touristic areas, if you're really gonna dig deeper in those expat groups, you're gonna see that Bogota is not safe at all. <laughs> Even in the most touristic places, people get robbed constantly, and 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 uh, of course, again. Most of the stories you're gonna hear are positive, but let's say you wanna to go to Colombia because you've heard Colombian girls are very hot. They're fairly easy compared to other places. Um, well, go to other cities, go to second tier cities in Colombia. If, if you speak Spanish, I think that's an incredible idea. Uh, one of the, I said that I'm gonna talk about three places that I wanted to visit uh, this, this season, this cold season, or I was thinking between three places and one of them actually was Cali, Colombia, uh, because it's, I've heard it's a nice, interesting city with a lot of stuff to do, uh, definitely beautiful girls, but it's nowhere near as full with foreigners as, uh, as uh, Medellin is um, uh, and, and, and Bogota. I, again, I've never been there, but I've heard very good things from several people. Uh, be ready today game in Spanish. If you do it in English, if you if you want to, I think you can do Kali in English as well, but just understand that most girls will not understand you. You will have to simplify your English. You will have to dumb down your English, but that's totally fine. Uh, I think it's a, it's a definitely a place where you can have a lot of adventures and it's obviously safer than, than Medellin or, or Bogota for foreigners, just because there are not as many foreigners 
uh, and so girls haven't adopted to that. They haven't started, uh, I don't know, gold digging and, and asking for money and trying to boy, uh, drug you, to rob you, etc., etc. And next, let's talk about uh, going to the source, which this was for me going to the source when I was in Playa del Carmen, when I realized that most of the girls that I opened there, at least the hottest ones were from Argentina, I decided. Uh, I want to go to the source and that's what I did. So let's talk about day game in Argentina. Buenos Aires is a beautiful, interesting city with tons of stuff to do, great restaurants, uh, beautiful girls, epic nightlife, uh, beautiful architecture, etc. Uh, it's doable in English, sorta. I mean, I suggest having at least some basic Spanish because the taxi driver will not understand you if you speak in English in most cases. Uh, same goes to non-touristic restaurants, in most places they will just not speak any English, but it's, it's definitely doable in English. I've done several vlogs about it, so you can go to my YouTube channel and uh, under playlists look for Argentina and you'll find uh, some information about what the girls are like, some things I've learned about the game there, some things I've learned about uh, how girls are there. Girls are definitely beautiful, they're wild, <laughs> they're really wild, if you know what you're doing. <laughs> Because it's not the easiest place if you are a beginner. It, it did take me a bit of time to crack the city. I was, I was doing a bunch of approaches and all of them were flaking and I couldn't figure out what to do there. But, uh, but once I cracked it, 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 I did very, very good to say the least. I think I slept with like, uh, like nine chicks in a month. Uh, four of those from day game, one from a party and then, and, and yeah. Uh, so it's definitely a good like if you're a decent day gamer, it's it's a great place to uh, it's a great place, but but harder for beginners. Um, I coached a guy there at the beginning of this year, and he did great. He did great once he learned what to do. He and had to learn the basics, had to learn the fundamentals to a pretty decent level. And once he figured out what works there, uh, he did very very well. So it was great. We had we had good time there. It's definitely not for the weak, uh, but. If you're ready for a bit of work and have decent game, it's 100% worth it. Uh, I love it for coaching. I think Buenos Aires is a great place for coach for coaching. It, the, it, the traffic of beautiful girls is pretty decent if you know where to go and the best times to go out. It's not too easy because, you know, Playa del Carmen sometimes is a bit too easy for coaching, I think. It's, it's not too hard and uh, as I said before, I do have one coaching spot in uh, bootcamp where I'm coaching one other guy, so it's going to be two students at the same time, which makes this way, way, way cheaper than getting one-on-one -on -one coaching. Uh, I'm going to be there in October, so if you're interested in that, the link is in description. Another reason I think it's pretty cool to go to Buenos Aires is there are a lot of expats there. A lot of people go there as expats, as nomads. And some really cool people go there because it's pretty far away. It's not like flying to Mexico or flying to Colombia, you know, even from the US it's going to be like a 10, 12 hour flight. So it's pretty far away. So you have to be pretty committed to go somewhere, to go as far. I don't know many day gamers who go there. And, and some of them have said that they just don't want to take a 12 hour flight. They want to go to a close to a destination that's closer. So the people that go there are usually committed to, to their nomadic lifestyle or, or if they're day gamers, then you know, they're kind of serious about day games. You're going to meet a bunch of cool people. There's a really cool expat community, a really cool nomad community. 
you can look for BA Digital Nomads or something like that. I think there is a Facebook group, they have WhatsApp groups, uh, a Slack channel, they have weekly meetups where during the peak season, during the summer, well, Northern Hemisphere, Northern Hemisphere winter, Argentine summer, uh, to each meetup, 150 to 200 people show up. So it's really cool. It's a bunch of cool people. You, you're definitely going to find people there you click with and you can hang out with. So, so that's another reason why I really love going there for all the amazing people I've met there. And now let's talk about, uh, uh, in my eyes, the hottest girls in Latin America. Uh, because when I was in Playa del Carmen and I saw all these Argentines and then I went to Buenos Aires and I realized they're not there, that the quality I saw in Playa del Carmen was not in Buenos Aires. You don't see that quality of girls in Buenos Aires that often. You do see a lot of very like beautiful girls, some very beautiful girls, but, but the quality that was in Playa del Carmen, not really. So what I realized is they're not there, they're in, they're in other places. So you have to go in other, to other places in, in Argentina and you're gonna see much hotter girls than in Buenos Aires for, I, I don't know why that's the case, but, but I've heard that from other day gamers as well. It's like, no, Buenos Aires, fuck that. I still love Buenos Aires for day game as a city, etc. But but if you're talking about the hottest girls, then, then other cities are actually better. Um, so I went to other cities and yeah, I was completely blown away, away by the hotness there. And um, this year, as I said before, I am going to Cordoba, which is the second largest city in Argentina. I'm gonna spend a month there. But if you're going to a place like that, then well, you have to be ready to day game in Spanish. And if your Spanish is what you learned in, in high school in the US, then that Spanish is not gonna work. You, you should have a pretty decent Spanish if you go there. Like, even if you have good basic Spanish, like you will have to kind of adopt a little bit because in, in different parts of Argentina, Spanish changes and in Cordoba, they have a different accent and they're using some different words. So, you know, if you're used to Spanish, you're gonna do great. Uh, well, I mean, I'm not saying you're gonna do great, but, but you're gonna do okay in Spanish because all you have to do is just adopt your Spanish a little bit so you can understand what you're saying because they're gonna understand your Spanish, but you might have troubles understanding theirs. Um, that being said, there are a few reasons why you don't wanna go there. Uh, well, of course, Spanish, but also, uh, it's not the safest place in the world. The three most dangerous cities in Argentina are actually Buenos Aires, <laughs> especially the most touristic neighborhoods, by the way. If you look at the crime statistics, the petty crimes like robberies and muggings, uh, they're actually most common in Palermo, the most, the most uh, touristic place. That's where all tourists go and I think it's safe and that's, that's kind of ridiculous because statistically that's, that's where most of the crime happens. It's just smaller things. You're like, you don't get stabbed if you give them your phone when they ask you. But yeah, so it's a number, uh, three most dangerous places in uh, Argentina are Buenos Aires, uh, Cordoba and Rosario. Uh, Cordoba and Rosario are also the places known for hottest girls in Argentina. So, well, and by the way, if you're a soccer fan, then Messi is from Rosario. So just understand that some places of, of Cordoba, even very, very central locations, you have to be very, very aware of your belongings. Even like I was, I was chatting, I was having my phone in my hand and being on a video call, but holding it like with both hands. And I was walking down the street and several people stopped me 
and told me to put my phone away. I was sitting in a coffee shop having breakfast outside seating and I was looking on my phone and the waitress came out and said, hey, you should not do that. You should not have your phone in your hands. There are gonna be people just are gonna snatch the phone out of your hands when they're running by or passing you on a bicycle. Uh, just understand that things like that are much more likely to happen in, in places like Cordoba than, than they like, they're not as likely to happen in, in let's say, Playa del Carmen. And, and they're much more likely to happen in places like Cordoba. Also in Medellin, of course, in Rio, even more. Uh, that's kind of the main reason why I don't go to Rio. I really, really would want to travel around Brazil, but um, each person has his... Um, tolerance in terms of safety and I I'm fine with places like Cordoba where I know I, I, I might get robbed and I'm totally fine with the idea of getting robbed I'm just gonna give them my phone and whatever I have on me and, and, and that's okay I'm ready for that but uh, you're very unlikely to be stabbed or shot in, in those scenarios in Argentina. Uh, so they're, they're gonna rob you, but they're not as likely to kill you. Whereas in Rio, in those situations, they might as well stop you, stab you and then take your phone. And that, so that, that's kind of the difference between the places I go to and the places I don't go to. And again, this is just my understanding about these concerns, about these things is just from talking with a bunch of people that have been to those places uh, with, with, with a bunch of locals from all, all of those places. Uh, okay. So, Cordoba, in my eyes, is uh, one of the places with the hottest girls in, in the world, I would say. I've, uh, it's one of the two places in the world with the hottest girls I've been to, maybe. I have to think about this a little bit more, but Kharkiv, Ukraine would definitely be kind of on top of the list. And then Cordoba, Argentina would also, also be there. Super hot girls, they don't even know they're hot. They, but, you know, they, they dress very simple, like, they, a lot of them don't have money, they live very simple lives, so... Just understand where you're going, but you're gonna find a lot of well-dressed chicks and really good-looking chicks there as well. Definitely on top of my list, that's where I chose to go. I understand it's gonna be hard, it's gonna be flaky, it's not gonna be an easy day and trip, but you know, I've been places, I don't really get as much enjoyment from going to an easy place and just shooting fish in a barrel. I would much rather go to a place like Cordoba that's hard, maybe like spend a month there and if I get, you know, even some lays during that month there, I think from day game, then then I think that's that's a good day game trip. I had fun, I went to a hard place and, and yeah. Okay, now let's talk about um, the other part of the world. Let's talk about Asia a little bit. I don't know, I don't know much about Asia. Not a lot of people go on day game trips uh, to Asia, but they're one of the three places I was considering for this season was Bangkok, Thailand. Of course, not just Bangkok, but there are a bunch of places in Thailand, but the, the, my idea with Thailand is it's, it's not because of the local girls, it's because it's full of tourists from all over the world and Thailand is a place known for tourists going there to explore, to have adventures and discover themselves. So if you want a big city, and I wanted, I wanted to day game in a city, so I was actually thinking about going to Bangkok for a month and just day gaming there. From what I've spoken to guys that live there, uh, when it comes to local girls, it's, um, there are a lot of foreigners who go there for the girls uh, and for because of prostitution, especially like those party places, not, not necessarily Bangkok, and that's, that's a little bit different, of course. 
but from what I understand, uh, you're much more likely to do well with girls that have studied abroad, that have lived abroad if they're local Thai girls, because they've, they've dated foreigners when they lived wherever they lived, you know, Europe or, or US or, or wherever. So if you want a city, then Bangkok, I actually am really kind of curious about how Bangkok is. I think I'm going to go there after New Year's with my girlfriend, but that's not going to be a day game trip. That's going to be a trip with my girlfriend. Um, and if you want a beach lifestyle, you know, go to all of those uh, <laughs> touristic party places. We have some guys from our community who went there and, and did very well with, uh, with Westerner girls who were, who were going there on occasion to just travel around and they did great. So definitely Thailand for day game would be on top of my list for Asia. There are other places, but they're not warm locations. There are, there are some really cool places that I want to visit, but they're just cold. And, and when, it's, when, it's, when it's warm in Europe, it's going to be warm in those places. When it's cold in Europe, it's going to be cold in those places. So I prefer being in Europe. So definitely Thailand. And lastly, let's talk about other places in Mexico, because obviously Playa del Carmen is not the only good city in Mexico. It's not the only city guys go to day game in Mexico. So if you look at destinations that are popular for tourists in Mexico, of course you have Tulum, but uh, Tulum is a weird place because there's the beach and then there's the Tulum town and there's like a bike, it, it's not near, like you gotta take a bike ride or a taxi to get from one to another. So if you are living in a town and day gaming on a beach, it's gonna be super hard to pull those girls to town because the town is a bit of a shithole and the beach is all the beautiful hotels and then the beach. Whereas if you're, if you're day gaming in town, then well, it's not going to be a lot of traffic because it's a small town. So I would not go there for day game. Beach game, if you can afford to stay on a beach, sure. But then again, I think there are way better beach, beach locations than, than Tulum. So um, a very popular place, going to more and more appearing on a map of, of travelers, especially party people from the U.S. is Puerto Escondido on the west coast of... Um, on the west coast of Mexico, easier, uh, harder to get there because there are no direct flights from the US. You first have to fly to Mexico City and then you have to fly to Puerto Escondido or you can fly to Oaxaca from, uh, from US, there are direct flights and then you can take a bus or a colectivo or a small plane. <laughs> a small plane over the mountains to go to Puerto Escondido. Uh, be aware that if you really hate shaky landings, then landing there is always a nightmare, especially in Oaxaca because it's in the mountains. So I hate it. It's just, um, but uh, Puerto Escondido is, is a party place. If you want to go to party for nightlife, yeah, I think that's the place to go, but it's terrible for day game. There's absolutely no traffic. The streets are really, really empty. So forget it. A, a, a one guy I coached went there and I told him that there's not going to be any day game there. And he goes there and he's like, hey, where do I go for traffic? Where are, the, where, are the, where are the girls? And so he went there against my advice and was surprised when he saw that, oh, there are no girls on the streets. What the fuck do I do here? Well, you party, you enjoy the beach life and get high. But people like to go or there are two other places that are on a map in Mexico. And one of those is Mexico City. And I honestly don't understand why. Uh, a lot of people like Mexico City as city. And if you know the places to go and the things to do there, then yeah, I've heard it's a cool city. I don't know those places. I honestly didn't enjoy Mexico City too much. Um, and in terms of traffic for day game, 
I didn't see, like, I didn't find great places for with good traffic. I explored uh, Roma Norte, I explored Roma Sur, Condesa, uh, Polanco, all of the popular places. I didn't find the traffic to be too good. It's very kind of Paris, you have to walk around a lot. And maybe if you're going there to, to enjoy the city and then you're just day gaming on a side, that's fine, but I would not go on a day game trip there just because the traffic was not that great. But there is one more place. Because when you, if you spend enough time in Mexico, you probably have met some hot Mexican girls. But maybe if you ask where they're from, you realize that a lot of them are from Guadalajara. Guadalajara is a sh it's a city in Mexico, but uh, a guy I coached um, uh, last year or, or earlier this year, he went to Guadalajara afterwards, and I asked him, "Hey, how did you how did you do? How was it?" And he said two things. Number one, the city is complete shit. There is nothing to see. It's just terrible. It's ugly. But the second thing he said hottest girls in Mexico and he did very very good with them. That being said, he's one of those you know he's mid twenties really good looking and, and his game is enough for for like more more than enough for Mexico so obviously he did well but yeah definitely Guadalajara shit city great girls well after four years of nomadic lifestyle five years of coaching more than five years of coaching these are in my eyes the places I want to visit of course other people will think differently and that's fine other people will like maybe Mexico City or find Guadalajara to be a beautiful city but for me, for this winter, Thailand and Cali in, Col in Colombia and Cordoba in Argentina were the places I really wanted to go. But again, I'm, I'm more interested in those places where not that many people go, where, where you, you have the hottest girls and you I, I like that challenge, you know. I like the challenge of adopting to different locations because if you watch my vlogs from Argentina, the first vlog, you'll see that I'm just saying like nothing works here, I can't get laid here, all the numbers are flaking, not a single number is responding, like this girl tried to play me for money, blah 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 blah. And then the blog ends with me getting the same delay, like it's, it's, you gotta, I enjoy that, 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 that pursuit, that pursuit, that, that, that this tinkering and trying to crack every place I go to, and that's why I go to these places with super hot girls, because they're harder they're like a puzzle to me and it's so exciting. The same was with Kharkiv, uh, Ukraine. If you listen to my podcasts from Ukraine, I've done a few. And one of them was uh, titled The Ukrainian Struggle, where I was talking about how I went on seven or eight first dates to nowhere. Like I, I couldn't get laid. Eight first dates or seven, nothing. And I couldn't understand what to do. And then the next podcast episode was about how we cracked what works in Ukraine. We understood what we had to do. And in the next week, I got several lays. And almost all of my students got laid on that week as well, once we understand what we had to do. Um, so it just, it's just super interesting for me to go to these places and, and, and crack each of them. And that's, kinda, that's what teaches you to be good at day game. Because if you are a great day gamer with fucking 50 day game lays, great open play ratio... But all that is in one day game city, you're not that great of a day gamer. Like go to the other part, other side of the world, especially if you're not a, like if you are a really good looking dude and young and, and of course, I mean, you, you, you can go to many locations and you're going to do good. But if you're an average looking dude where you're going to, in some places, I'm considered very good looking. Like in Europe, in Eastern Europe, chicks like me. I go to Argentina, they don't care about me. I'm not their type. I'm not who they're after. So 
if you're like that, if you go to places where you're not considered the hottest guy in the world and, and, and you go and you crack that place, you understand what you have to do to get laid there. Like those skills that you learned, you will be able to apply to any other location. The more locations you learn to adopt to, the faster you'll be able to adopt to new locations, the faster you'll be able to adopt to different types of girls and the better your results from day game will become. You can't be a great day gamer if you're only day gaming in, in one city, in one country, or with one type of girls. That's, you're gonna become average at best, even if you have like 30 day game lays and, and like one out of 40 like is your late to open ratio. No one cares, you know, travel the world, explore a bit more. Anyways, that's it for today. As I said in the beginning, uh, I'm gonna be in, um, I'm going to be in New York City early October. I have a coaching spot for one or three days there if you want to do that. I have a spot in a boot camp in Buenos Aires. Uh, that's a great city to learn game with very hot girls in a great city. Uh, and that's cheaper than any other place because it's two students in a boot camp. And then if you're completely crazy and you speak some Spanish, then, you know, join me in Cordoba for a month and let's day game there for a month. Let's explore the city, do some fun shit there. And then Thailand in January, I think I'm going to Thailand in Germany in you, if you are from Asia. Um, and if you are in any of the cities that I'm going to, and if you are a member of our intermediate community, then, you know, drop me a message. Let's go for a beer. I'm always down to, to have some beers with guys that are in our intermediate community. I'm definitely going to do a meetup in New York City with the community guys and probably if anyone will be in Buenos Aires, which is unlikely, except the guys that I coach you, I'll, I'll do a meetup there. Uh, that's it for this time, guys. Thank you for listening and see you next time. Ciao, guys.